0: One arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. <laughs> uh, shut your mouth, a thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole.
1: Yes, here we are. Here we are. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of GrappleCast. It's me with Jamie, Joe and Dan. Guys, it's Money in the Bank this week. We're making it to another pay-per-view. Feels like quite a while.
2: Money! Mate, well excited. Money, money, money. money. No more Thunderdome.
0: No more Thunderdome. Is no gone. more
1: Thunderdome. It's gone. So Raw was the last one on Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, it,
0: was it's pre, it was pre-taped.
1: Yes, it was pre-taped, wasn't it, from the week before? They filmed it a couple of days after last Mondays, didn't they?
2: You would have thought that they would have demolished the entire Thunderdome, like they would have had a big Falls Count Anywhere match and they would have ripped everything out, because that be ripped out anyway. But instead, we had a toy bike that got beaten up and we had Alexa <laughs> Bliss dumped over a barricade. That's all we had. <laughs>
1: They're probably saving the Thunderdome for the next wave.
2: No, they've already started ripping it up. They were I can't remember who was posting, but they were posting Baby. pictures of it all being ripped out, Yeah. Um, saying no more Thunderdome, but you know, after watching AEW this week and seeing the live capacity crowd, you know that fan trying to jump in the ring. Aside, it was, better, it was so much better to actually have a loud, live crowd with it as well.
1: That was brilliant. I, if only Jericho had got that slight further connection with the punch to the face. Did you see, though, that he tweeted out, he tweeted Jim Cornette, he did, and he was like, I did it for us, Jim Cornette, I did it for all of us real wrestling fans that don't want to see crap like AEW on TV, stuff like that. Naturally, Jim Cornette just shot him down and was like, you absolute fucktard. hard. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you don't. You're not doing that for Jim Cornette. You, no. It's endangering the wrestlers. You know, you, you've seen. You know, anybody could have anything in their pockets. I know they're all searched when they come into the ring, but they're wrestling in a secure environment, and they've all been COVID tested and yeah, and CNC and that sort of thing. It's not what you want to see. Like it happened in the Euro final as well. Somebody ran on the pitch, didn't they? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's like Jim Cornette said on his pod on the Jim Cornette Experience. He said, um, "If you're not happy with the product, the way to show it isn't to." jump out of the crowd and into the ring and endanger somebody else's life or your own life, it's to not buy a ticket and give them money and not go to start with.
2: Not watch yet. I think they had, um, I yeah. don't know if it's in your news, but they had um, a Ring of Honor show this weekend and there was tons of problems with their um, the actual app that you have to watch Ring of Honor with. Um, sure. So they basically said, look, the way to get the network that produced the, the um, actual show to respond is to... Uh, You know, stop watching the Ring of Honor show on the app because if they're starting to lose people who are watching it, then they're all of a sudden going to go, why is our ratings going down? Oh, hang on a minute. It's It's actually because... Yeah, our platform, our platform is uh, really bad, so we need to revamp it. But it was supposed to be one of the best shows of the year, that Ring of Honor show. They had new Ring of Honor World Champion, couple of debuts, loads of people buzzing about it. But nobody could actually watch it on Honor Club because it kept breaking up. They were saying that they had to what they, if they bought it on Fight TV, they could watch it for free, and they'd re, they'd reimburse them. They're paying, they reimburse them. But everybody would just wanted to watch it on that Honor, that Honor was it, Honor World show. Honor Club. Yeah, Honor Club, yeah. yeah. Everyone wanted to watch it on the app, who had diehard Ring of Honor fans, and they couldn't watch it. And it was like, you know, they had a new champion crown, Bandito won the belt, and everyone's like, well, I can't, i have to watch it on my laptop or tune in through YouTube. So it goes to show, if you don't like a product or a product's not working, stop subscribing to it, stop watching it, because you've seen it with Raw. Raw had one of the lowest ratings this week, 1.6 million or something, you know, and it's because of the pandemic era and we're coming out of this, but they, if it was in a normal case, we had loads of fans there. They'd be looking at that and going, "Why are our ratings so low?"
1: Yeah, completely. It, it, did you watch the show then, The Ring of Honor show?
2: No, I caught the highlights of it. Um, I've seen like the pictures and the, the clips of it. I'm glad Bandito's got the belt, but everyone's heavily rumoring that Rush or Rush however you want to pronounce it, the former champion is going to debut and be uh, Andrade's tag partner because they're like best mates in real life.
1: Oh fair enough so that's definitely one to catch up though with then and um to give a watch to.
2: Yeah they also debuted uh, Chelsea Green. She returns, yes. um but apparently she's hurt her wrist again so she's back on the injured list. I, I think this is the third time she's hurt her wrist. So she's debuted she's going to be in this massive women's you know tournament uh, to crown the best in the world and all of a sudden she's hurt her wrist again she's out. it you know makes you think you know what's going on.
1: It's an interesting one with Chelsea Green. I was quite surprised to see that she popped up in Ring of Honour. I did think she was going over to AEW. um, But, you know, not everybody can go over to AEW, you know. There's even Impact as well. I have a feeling there'll be some sort of talent share. I wouldn't be surprised if we still saw an Impact or AEW, she still made sporadic appearances with Ring of Honour once the wrist side of things is completed anyway. A bit of a talent share type thing like they, they tend to be doing.
2: It makes sense, yeah. Um, And you've seen it happen beforehand with other talents going here, there and everywhere. And Ring of Honor need the support. It's one of these ones they've always had. They've had people like Cody, the Bucks. They used to be the one to watch. But ever since AEW got set up, They've kind of been just fizzling, but they they have been developing good talent who have been called mm-hmm. up. Um, you know, you, you asked a question in a quiz a couple of weeks ago, like who is the shortest? I think it was Jamie asked who is the shortest ever Ring of Honor champion. You know, we've asked Ring of Honor questions all the time. They are relevant, but I think they need to keep moving with the times, update their apps. And yeah, a talent share would do them a world of good. Like it's doing, ring, um what's it called? New, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling a world of good. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's only a, only benefit both brands if they do something like
0: that.
1: Absolutely. Right, let's have a look then into the news this week. We are starting off with a bit of a, a bit of sad news. We had the passing at age 71 of Mr. Wonderful himself, Paul Orndoff. He died, complications I believe to do with um, some onset dementia that he'd had for the last few years. His son um, confirmed it over on Twitter a few days ago. And it, you know what, it was a bit of a strange one for me as well because I was rewatching. Some old WWE back on the network, and some territory stuff as well. I'd literally just finished watching a couple of matches with Paul Orndoff, and then a few hours later, I saw the news pop up on my phone. And you know what? It's it's
2: quite sad. Really, really sad. And if you think about it, he was in the main event of the first ever WrestleMania. Uh, him yep. and Roddy Piper against Hogan and Misty, and he's influenced loads of different people's career. I th- I listened on but um with busted open radio earlier, they were talking to Ted DiBiase, and um they were saying that like Bobby Roode got his robes, you know he's influenced by uh, Orndorff, and he was one of these ones he could always be like um, a brilliant heel. But also turn face if needed. He was always a professional and would do whatever the companies needed. And I think people would forget the name, but he's one of these living legends that did so much for the company in the territory days. You know, he has influenced more people than you would have actually realised.
1: Yeah, he, I, you know, I complete, I completely agree with that. It was you, you go back and you watch the past WrestleManias, you know. He, he was given the name Mr. Wonderful by Rowdy Roddy Piper as well, which I found interesting because Rowdy Roddy Piper was managing managing him at the time as well. And he's made sporadic appearances with the WWE over the years. I think there was a there was one of these many Raw Legends nights. The one they did maybe two or three years ago, I think that was his last appearance. I might be wrong. He might have popped up at a WrestleMania since then. But, um, you know, he was making the odd sporadic appearance lately. And, yeah, it's just quite sad news. How did you react to the news, Joe?
0: Yeah, it, as Dan said, it is quite sad. But, you know, everyone's got their time and, unfortunately, it was Mr. Wonderful's time, you know. But, you know, they did put... Um, uh, in memoriam on Monday Night Raw to him. Um, they did do a 10-bell swoop, but they did dedicate the entire show to him. So, you know, they, they do, he is remembered uh, for his contributions for the rest of the business.
1: I wonder if there'll be a... Um... I, I say wonder if there will be. There could possibly have already been so on the network, like a Paul off section with these best matches. I'm sure that's to follow at the moment. I've not checked, though, to be honest, so I'm not sure if they perhaps already have done. Um, no, but
2: if you, if you want to treat uh, WrestleMania 1's only two hours long, Um, And he is in the main event of that. So it's it's, definitely a showcase to show, you know, he was picked to face Hulk Hogan um, and Mr. T, you know, him and Randy Roddy Piper. Um, And I watched it um, a couple of months ago. It's worth a watch. If you want something to highlight Mr. Wonderful, yeah, the territory ones are really good if you want to try and find them. But if you want a quick watch, search it really quickly. First ever WrestleMania. Last match that's on the card. You know, Good place to start.
1: Fantastic. Right, what's this news that I saw earlier about NXT? Mandy Rose has gone back over to NXT. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, she just did that.
1: Why? Why, Jamie? No, I
3: don't watch NXT. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, the reason why, my understanding of it anyway, is you've had three people who've just been called up to SmackDown, and it was needed. SmackDown's women's roster was depleted. You know, I think they said, oh, we need four people on the women's division to be in the money in the bank. They're like... Well, Tamina and Natalia are on both brands and tagging it. So we haven't really got anyone else. Um, so they brought up Teagan and she's got a first name as well. They got Shotzi and they got Tony Storm. But you look at somebody like Amandy Rose, she's good, but can she be on that Trish Stratus level? You know, somebody who will be in the Hall of Fame and be incredible. Yeah, she's had a couple of great moments. She was in a, in uh, Tough Enough, but really she went straight from Tough Enough to the main roster her in-ring work is okay it's not going to ring match you know win match of the year you know it's very struggling to get to a three-star match let alone a four-star match so for her to be mixing it up with the people like surrey uh people mix up with mercedes martinez um dakota kai raquel gonzalez it's only beneficial for her and they you know they've done it before where they've had somebody who is on raw but they're going down and they're working with nxt as well it benefits nxt because she's got a massive following on twitter on um, other social medias and Instagram. And it benefits Raw because it shows that the work that she's doing, will ben- you know, the actual in-room work, is benefiting for it. You know, you can, you can wrestle some people in a practice ring, but actually being in front of a live crowd and an NXT crowd are quite hostile at times. It'll only train her up and make her more solid. And she has the ability then to be one of the next, like an extra Stratus or an next Tori Wilson. So I, I
3: assume she's still tagging with Dana Brooke and stuff. Yeah, Obviously they we were, don't know yet. They're all raw.
2: Yeah, they were on a segment on Raw where they were having their makeup done backstage and Natalia and Tamina shouted at them and then Dina Brooke said something really dodgy and she just pushed her into a wall and they walked off. Um, so they had that segment, but they weren't wrestling. They were just stood there with their hands on their hips. But the only memory that I've got of Mandy, I know that we've got the ones where she's in the pool with Otis, but the most recent one is her falling over on the way to the ring. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I want other memories. You know, if, if she's going to be a legitimate challenge for the women's title, you do need to have some graps. You need to be able to be able to hold your strength with a, um, you know, a Becky Lynch or, you know, imagine her going against Shayna Baszler. Who said it's... Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler, you're like, well, she's going to get battered. But if she's got the pedigree of NXT and she's been taught by, um, you know, all of the great wrestlers down there and, and she picks up off the crowd, she has a chance to strengthen. You know, they say iron strengthens iron. Um, so it's only a good thing to, to to bring her down there. I Some people might ask the question, will it take away from the new and up and coming styles that are coming through? I don't think so. We're still seeing a lot of people like Gigi Dolan, Um who had a match on there? Surrey had a match this week. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of women's matches on there this week. So I don't think it's going to take away from the division. I think it's only going to strengthen it, and it's going to put more eyes on NXT as well. Hasn't so
1: is she's still tagging, she's still tagging with Dana Brooke.
2: Yeah, but Dana Brooke hasn't gone over to NXT. No, because Dana Brooke was in NXT for about. That's five what years. I mean. So
1: surely that team is split now.
2: No, you can do both really. If you think about it, they're living in Florida anyway. So Mm. it's just one extra match a week. But if anything, you're strengthening yourself to say, look, I'm going to." Oh, then Raw's
1: going back on the road.
2: Yeah, but you can also come back. Like, if you think about it, when NXT first started and it was in a performance center, you had people like Cesaro, uh, who was on the main roster, and he was going back to NXT. Um, Same with Zack Ryder as well. Zack Ryder was doing singles on SmackDown, but he's going back and tagging with Mojo Rawley. A good watch, if you guys haven't seen it, I know I say it all the time, is Breaking Ground, because they actually show that he's on the road, but he's putting in the time to go back and actually work and make a tag team and try and strengthen it. And, you know, you look at all of the avenues, what's that, what are they, what is their worth? Mandy Rose is showing her worth. She can she can show the women down there what to do in, you know, that the trainers that the wrestlers can't, you know, how to promote yourself, how to put yourself over, um, you know, how to get your character over and things like that. You know, she's had very highly rated segments without this. Um, and yes. she was very good in Tough Enough as well. Yeah, she didn't win, but she was one of these ones you recognised straight away, and she can pass on that knowledge to the NXT stars.
1: Absolutely. So, who in NXT, I'm asking this question because as you know, I don't follow NXT as I should do. They have announced today that there's been a swap, there has been a talent swap, and that's why Mandy Rhodes has gone over to NXT. They have moved, is it Aliyah or Alia from the Robert Stone brand over to Raw. Have they really? Oh, oh they that's have.
2: brilliant. Aliyah yeah. was another one who was on breaking ground. Aliyah, that's
1: it. That's it. She yeah. was
2: called um Noof. She's best mates with Nia Jax. And she's been in developmental for about five or six oh, years. She's been there for years, yeah. She's had so many gimmicks. They signed her really young. Um, she's from Ontario, Canada. Toronto, Ontario she Canada, had a Gypsy gimmick, didn't she that? Gypsy gimmick, cat gimmick, um, model gimmick. Then she wrote Robert Stone brand, but she split from him last night um and it's just strange because she was tagging with this girl called Jessie Kamea, but Jessie kamea has got a little bit of she needs a little bit more work before they can move her up but it's only beneficial to move a Leah up like she's been there long enough She's got a great look about her. She can cut a promo. Um, Do I think she's going to be one of the next Raw Women's Champions? No. But do I think she can strengthen the Raw roster and put a little bit of legs more behind that women's division? Yes, yes, I can. And she she was never, again, never going to win the NXT Women's title down in NXT. She's been there six years and she's had about 12 different characters. So it probably is about the right sort of time to move her up.
3: Do you think, though, uh, if Mandy Rose moves down, she'll tag with Ali partner, and then Ali would then tag with Dana Brooke? Maybe it's just a straight swap to try a different tag team.
2: I think it is quite difficult. The I, thing I, they've I got with. You don't see him much as single competitors, hmm. do you? With Jessica Kamea, she's with the Robert Stone brand, and they're doing this whole we're models, we're better than you. But they've got the thing with uh, Ty Valkyrie, or um, Frankie Monet, as she's calling herself, and she's trying to steal all of Robert Stone's clients. Uh, they're doing that sort of gimmick backstage at the moment. So Kamea could go on her own. She needs a lot of work. Um, but she's one of these ones, like Raquel Gonzalez. So she's been there for years, didn't really know much of her. But then Raquel changed her look and started becoming a world looking like a, like diesel, like female diesel, like a powerhouse. And she just skyrocketed. They gave her the belt straight away. So Kamea could be one of these. We could be talking about her in a year's time, saying, why haven't they called her up? Um, I think it would benefit her to stay as singles. with somebody like a Mandy Rose, I think she would benefit again as a singles because she can work with all of these different women and teach them stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. A ring in wing work isn't the best, but her backstage work is really good. How she promotes herself and social media is. So I think they can develop her in a lot of ways, you know, using those talents.
3: It's just with you saying the model background, obviously Mandy Rose, I kind of see more as a model rather than an in-ring competitor, so I'm thinking maybe it fits more into that, or if they're trying to steal competitors, maybe she breaks away and joins Mandy Rose against... I don't know. I don't watch (laughs) NXT's, I have no idea how the storylines go, but
2: yeah, it's interesting. They've got so many women's storylines there at the moment, but I think it's only beneficial um, and only time will tell what they actually do with them, whether she goes with Robert Stone. But I honestly don't think she needs Robert Stone. I think she could be one of these ones who she just goes on commentary, she walks around backstage, and, you know, that's still going to get viewers on the show, even if she's not wrestling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, th- there's quite a lot of news about the older women this week because we've had lot. go over to Raw, Mandy over to NXT, we had Shotzi and Tegan debut on SmackDown.
2: Yeah, buddy, well happy with that. Um They de- debuted as Shotzi and Knox, and everybody, including um, friend of the pod Brad, were having a panic attack, thinking that she she's gone from being Nixon Newell to Nixon to Tegan Knox to Knox, and they're thinking, how can you just how can you call a woman Knox? Has she yeah, got okay. Knox?
1: Because I've I've checked wwe.com and on the super i'm going to check now as well on the superstar page shotzi blackhawk is now just shotzi so they have yeah. officially changed her name to shotzi is tegan knox now just knox no they're
2: keeping <laughs> it I, all tegan. of us were worried we all thought oh she's going to be just knox and that's going to be ridiculous but they've kept her as tegan knox it works really well they put her over on commentary saying this is the girl with the shiniest wizard this is tegan knox and to see Nixon, when she was in Newport wrestling, you know, I paid five a ticket to see her five, six years ago. She was wrestling Kimberly of Impact when I saw her. And then see her actually go to NXT. She has um, so many injuries. May and Classic, she's been out for ages. You know, and I see her at Dragon Pro events on her off time. She lives wrestling. I think I mentioned a little bit of last week. And to see her actually go up to SmackDown is brilliant. She's a workhorse and she is one that you could see winning the belt. Um, with Shotzi as well, Shotzi is somebody I could see winning the women's title as well. So that's only a good thing. And, and with Tony Storm, I'm surprised she's been waiting this long. I thought they were going to call her straight up from NXT UK. So I think it's three great acquisitions for SmackDown.
1: Well, you, you say that there's going to be another one, isn't there? Because we have we've got the promos running now as well for one. Of, I certainly know one of Joe's favourites. old Tony Storm.
0: Yeah, I love a bit of Tony Storm. Tony, it's Tony time. I mean, she's been doing so much since Japan, you know, she was one of the first UK uh, women's champions, um, along with Rhea Ripley. And then she's been on NXT for such a long time. I've just been waiting and waiting for her to come up to the main roster. Now she is on the main roster, you know, she's such a good wrestler. She's such a good promo. She's, like, she's got everything. She's got a good character. She's got a good promo. I just, I just can't wait to see her on the main roster because... I think
1: she's great. Yeah, I do you know what from what I've seen of her. She is only, you know, she's one of the people that I have seen quite a bit of in NXT, and um, certainly over the years because she has been there quite a while now, hasn't she? Um I am quite looking forward to seeing that. I'm, it worries me slightly what type of program she's going to go into straight away, whether or not <laughs> one thing that I don't like, and I suppose it depends on the wrestler, or I suppose it depends on what. They're doing with a certain superstars at a certain time, but sometimes it's too quick to just debut somebody on the main roster and go for the title straight away. Because let's be honest, you know the women's championships are as rightly they should be being classed as the world championships just like the men's world titles so to say you're world champion caliber as soon as you come onto to the main roster don't get me wrong some people are you've got to be very clever and very specific on the way that you do that but if they're just going to bring you in and say yeah boom go straight for the title against who is it Bianca Belair still at the moment or certainly up until Sunday um it's going to be interesting to see what they do
0: yeah.
2: It will be interesting, but if you think about it, she lost the NXT UK title, uh, um, takeover Cardiff. We were at the event when she lost to Kaylee Ray. Then Kaylee Ray was uh, the forever champion. She was champion for almost two years. In that time, Tony Storm's gone up to normal NXT. Yeah, she's had some you know good matches with some good women's wrestlers, but I think it is Tony time. It is time for her to be called up and actually... Tony to...
1: time. It
2: is Tony totally... it's, it's time. Jamie, for... You
1: just know if that's... what Jamie's going to buy the t-shirt. If 100% he's going to buy that. Tony time. Look at that face. He loves a good wrestling t-shirt. That's what we
2: were talking about.
3: Totally hey, so. totally
2: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but sky's the limit for the girl um, She reminds me of very similar to like a Dolph Ziggler character She likes a motley crew And she is a solid women's wrestler And she's been to Stardom, New Japan um, She's been to NXT UK, NXT She's done the rounds um, She can cut a very good promo She's very good on the mic But you say, can I see uh, go in for the Women's championship. Yeah. Sort of straight in it. They need to freshen it up. Because we've been having Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the past five months. So yeah, anything to freshen yeah. it up will do.
1: Have we um but was she in the last year's rumble?
2: Both, yeah. She's oh, been this
1: in all three. Rumble. Yeah, she has a There you go there. Well, I tell I tell you you say that about Bianca Belair and Bailey that we've seen that the last three months. We ain't gonna be going forward because apparently Bailey's out for nine months.
0: She's doing ACL. Hmm. Do we think this is
1: real or a storyline? Because I've seen conflicting reports online. Some people have said they think it's a work.
0: No, it's definitely
2: real because she was going in the promo that she had on SmackDown before she injured herself. She's basically saying, well, if I can't beat you, I don't deserve to be a wrestler. You know, I'll quit everything. And then all of a sudden it's saying, oh no, she's injured. But um, it does look like she's legit injured. She is one of these workhorses of the division. And now they've slotted Carmella in to have a title match on SmackDown this week. And they've uh, put Natalya in um, her place. So they've already readjusted stuff. I don't think it is a work. It, it does look legit. I don't think somebody like Bailey would do something like that.
1: Yeah. What do we think is going to happen with that then, as far as self? Do, you, do we think, I mean, what's nine months
3: from um, WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Yeah. In WrestleMania? Six months so, is the royal.
1: Rumble, is it. It? So does she make it to the rumble is what I'm saying.
2: No, I reckon Royal after months. WrestleMania, big pop. They'll play the old school baby music and she'll come and go, Ah, I got ya. And then she'll be like surprising somebody and she'll be one of those returns. I can Back already to see a it. Heel. that, that it.
1: and that's how you would book it. That that's definitely how I would book it in regards to that.
2: Or a horsewoman return, you know, they they're, somebody's being beaten down, like a sash is being beaten down or a Becky Lynch and she comes to save her, or something like that. But she's already done the tag thing. With Bianca, uh, with um, Sasha Banks, you know I'd like to see her be an old school. She's been a brilliant heel. She's been one of the best wrestlers of the pandemic era through the Sasha and um, Bailey connection, and then she went straight into that record set in title reign. Um, she could do whatever she wants, but being a heel, she definitely brings in the ratings. And she was selling a hell of a lot of t-shirts with those ding dong things. And wasn't Big E wearing one on SmackDown? He was, yeah. When he had his feet in the foot spa. <laughs> in air in tribute was it that's it yeah with he had his feet in the foot spar and he was praising the old Bailey. so you know I think she deserves a little bit of time to rest and recuperate but you can still see her coming back before and doing something like a um, ding dong hello segment and doing a normal talk show but I think if you do give her a little bit of break when she does come back more after Wrestlemania it'll get a massive pops keys.
1: yeah I, I think I'm with you on that one I think the best way to bring her back would be to do you know, as you said Get have get the, TV. have her off TV. Get about Raw after WrestleMania. Get that um, old theme on there. Even get the bloody blow up men, whatever they call the wacky Those, like, inflatable inflatable men. Yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Get them going, and then just do a total flip back to being heel in the promo in the ring. That's definitely that's definitely the way to do it. You should be on the booking team, Dan.
2: Mate, I'd love it. You know, I've got so many ideas, but they just don't want me. Well, know, this but... is
1: it. Your ideas are too good. Vince be like, no, we don't want it. We want Seamus versus Cesaro. We haven't seen that before.
2: No, we want, we want a toy bike on Raw, and then somebody can rip, you know, somebody breaks some of these swords, so then we can break an, uh, a, a wing mirror off it, and we can throw it against the wall, and then a week later, we can release a toy about it. Right, can, can I just double-check something? No. Because I haven't watched <laughs> Raw,
3: like, last week, and I'm pretty sure it was either last week or the week before. Because all I've seen is memes... Of Drew McIntyre with that sword, saying it's from the Loch Ness monster. Did yeah, he say that? He says, yeah. He's
2: been doing Fox stories like, oh, Winston Churchill's told me to go in a hot air balloon to Alaska and all of this. And what my do? Friend, he said, writes oh, this shit. He said last week. He said um, my relatives um, went and found the Loch Ness monster and they swam underwater and they either got a tooth from the Loch Ness monster or they sharpened the sword on the tooth of the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Or something along those lines. And then this week he was saying that he's Icarus and the money in the bank is the sun. And he's going to he's got his own um, Scottish wings and he's going to fly up and he's not going to melt in the money in the bank sun. He's going to capture it and he's going to win the money in the bank because he's, he's Icarus and he's going to do what Icarus couldn't do or something. And Kevin Patrick's there like, what are you on about me?
3: Well, I mean, it's been a
2: pleasure, guys, but I think
3: this is the end of our wrestling podcast, because I'm done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, well, how
1: they're not winning awards for this, you know, these Oscar-winning <laughs> scripts, I don't know. Like, look, he has, he's gone, At Jamie's actually left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Absolutely you can't won. believe that kind of like, these it's are grown adults writing yeah. these promos, and he must feel awful. He must feel awful having to say them. I mean, obviously, he's not going to go against them. He, I'm sure he can, to an, ex- to an extent, rather throw his two cents worth in there because he's you know, he's a main eventer, and I'm sure they trust him to an extent. But let's be honest, if Vince likes it, he's going to be saying it. And if he wants to say, yeah, Christ, it's from the... Blood of Odin or whatever crap he wants to come up with. You know what I mean? He's gonna say in. But he I said, don't...
2: what was it this week? It was um yeah, you know, Mahal in the ring going, Drew, come out, Drew, come out. We've got your sword. I want to apologize. Yeah, I've had it va- you know, I've got sent it to a valley and it's nice and clean and modified. So he goes on the Titan Tron and basically said, Mate, I was friends with you for years in 3MB. What's going on? Like, I'm not falling for your tricks. He's like, Oh, you got me. Here's your sword. Oh no, it must have broken. And there's like, it's like snapped in half. And he's like Oh, well, I'm not upset, mate, because that was a replica. Yet last week, he was, like, falling out of the ring trying to get backstage to get back his sword. But it was a replica. And he said, oh, you know what? I can break. I can break your new custom-made bike. And everything just came off that bike way too easy. The exhaust, the mirrors, um, the signals, the gasoline tank, everything. And then what happens? Two days later, we see an actual metal action figure released with a... Uh, Drew McIntyre in a breakable bike. It's just like when they had that shark cage match where they locked Paul Ellering in a shark cage in NXT. A week later, they released a shark cage toy that you could buy for Christmas. They didn't say was... with broad Stroman and the ambulance match, didn't they, did they? You can still buy it. Yeah, it's, I, I get it, but you know, it doesn't always have to be that gimmicky that it leads straight into a toy. I get it with t-shirts, but with toys, I think. We well, see. Takes I, I have
1: time. a feet I I have my suspicions that because let's be honest, what is the main purpose of WWE? It's not to entertain. I mean, it is, but that makes the money. They're a business. They're there to make money. We say in this, oh, look, they're doing these storylines and turning them into toys. I don't think they are. I think the toy companies, and Mattel specifically, are making these and showing them off to the investors and showing them off to Vince or whatever and going, oh, look, here's an idea. We've come up with an idea of Braun Strowman and uh, a breakable ambulance or Drew McIntyre in this bike. And Vince has thought, Brilliant will put that on tv so it sells the toy i don't think they're coming up with the storyline and going let's make a toy out of it because let's be honest toys have to go through design phases they have to go through prototypes all this kind of business they can take six to 12 months before they the shell so the fact that this toy is already out or coming out says to me that they've been coming up with this stuff for weeks and they have said now let's work out a way out to get the toy on tv but not the toy itself the actual real physical representation and it's just why you know why 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 not why not just go the whole hog let's have alexa bliss with i don't know um
2: a playground uh,
1: yeah yeah well yeah why why not if they're gonna be that bloody stupid and do things why not have um otis running around with a big batter of radishes (laughs) and then we could just release a radish farm and Otis, otis I I, and, I don't know, and he I goes don't. on. He
2: goes on, it, Um Animal uh, Animal Crossing is it? He becomes a playable character on Animal Crossing, and they Oh,
1: probably. It.
2: But it, you know, we all thought that Drew McIntyre, not Drew McIntyre, Ginnel uh, Hall was having a midlife crisis because he was rocking up to the arena in his motorbike. But Veer and Shanky were already there. His psychics were like, "Hey, boss, how's it going?" Thinking, well, one is Ginger late for work, and two, why doesn't he just come in a nice car? He can give his friends a lift to work then as well.
1: I find it interesting that he's back because he, he had that match on main event, did he not, against Jeff Hardy, probably about two months ago now, beat Jeff Hardy, disappeared for a couple of weeks, ended up on Raw and then had a match on Raw and then disappeared again and he's only just turned back up again last week. It just Yeah, you just, you're not it's not doing anything for me. And I like Jinder Mahal, I really do. I just the The biggest mistake that they could have done is... Well, the biggest mistake that they did, obviously, as we've discussed before, is putting the world title on him without any specific build-up. He was a jobber to a world champion. I had no issue with him being a world champion if they'd done it the right way and built him up over 6 to 12 months. And I think everybody would agree on that. But then, if you're going to do that, that they did don't have him lose a title and then turn him into a jobber again the next week, <laughs> which is what they did. So now I don't really care because he's going to be on it. He's going to have his feud with Drew. Drew's going to beat him conclusively, and he'll disappear again.
0: I just feel sorry for Drew McIntyre. You know, look about, look a couple of months ago, the feud he was having Brad York and it was like the best. It was like the best thing about Raw. And now he's doing the Winston Churchill. He's doing these crap quotes every week. And you're like, just say uh, I I care less and less about Drew McIntyre every week now. I'm just like oh, do what when he s- started saying about you know he's Icarus and he's climbing too close to the sun, it's like i oh, am never crappy quote again. Oh really? It's just a you, promo you a it,
1: well as you can see Jamie very much approved the promo. It was his favourite, <laughs> hence the reason he left the podcast and still hasn't returned.
3: No, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Here <sorry>. he is. <laughs> right we're Uh, done with that shit now come on let's move on guys we are we are done with that we're
1: done with that i know what what i'm buying
2: jamie for christmas
1: (laughs) (laughs) apparently the wwe are also done with the draft because the draft was supposed to happen in august or september and it's now been delayed until october that's the latest news
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: any particular thoughts on that i mean why they might have done that
2: they closed the window there's no more draft
1: Hey, I
0: I, I think the the crowds are back. I think the crowds are the ultimate test of a superstar whether whatever is working is working or not, or whether you get over. I mean, the Thunder Dome, you can only have so much feedback through that, and obviously you have Twitter. But if you're in front of a live fans, if you can't, if your promo or whatever doesn't get over, then they'll change it straight away. I think they're going to give whoever's on SmackDown or Raw like a couple of months to see how they work out and how the cra- crowd react to them. And then they'll move them accordingly to where they think they should go. Mm. I
2: agree with Joe. I think you've got you're in so many different people and you haven't had a crowd for 18 months and all of a sudden you're going, oh, here's all these new people. You want to know if they cheer them, boo them, how many faces you've got, how many heels you've got, how many in-betweeners you've got. Um, I think it would have been too soon for a draft because you're calling up all of these people and freshening it up. You've got John Cena in the mix now potentially as well. So October is three months' time and it means that we can establish it. You know, the Knoxes, the Teagan's, you know, they might not be working as a tag team. They might want to split them up. Teagan they might have uh, too many wrestlers then on SmackDown, not enough on Raw. They might want to shift a few. So I think three months with the crowds back gives them good ample opportunity to see who is working and who isn't. Who's going where then? It's hard to say, but they've all said that Big E's going to Raw um, because they want to reunite the New Day. Um, I think somebody like a Damien Priest, I know they're putting him in a US title scenario now, but he could be do with moving. I think somebody like a Chad Gable could be doing with some, like moving down to NXT or across to Raw or being given a rocket to do something. Um, but I do think they need to freshen up and split Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler up because that ship has sailed.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that. It's um, They need to go separate, and they really need to do something with Nia Like, whatever your opinions are on her as far as her work in the ring, whether she's still too green, whether she's still too stiff, whether she injures people, WWE need to make a decision with that. They're sending enough people back to the performance center or back to NXT or just releasing them. They're not doing that with Nijax. They obviously see something in her. So if you see something in her, do something with her.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree, but cheers of fours. Everyone wants to see, well, she's not like most girls. I know, I know. <laughs> um, everyone wants to see Dewdrop versus Nia Jax. Everyone's saying that that's the match that they want to see at the moment on Raw. and I agree. I need to do more with Dewdrop, and she had a really good Roar as well. She was waving at Alexa Bliss and all that jazz. So, <laughs> what, what, what
1: happened with Dewdrop and um, what's her chops on? Well, they for, had a um,
2: backstage Beaver segment, Beaver yeah, Beaver Marine, a obviously. backstage segment with Alexa Bliss inviting Drop on. To a show a playhouse, and she was talking to her, and even Marie's like, "Why are you inviting her? Like, it should be about me." I'm Eva Marie, and she's like, "No, I just want to talk to Dewdrop." She's like, "Yeah, of course you did, because that's why this show's so rubbish." And I'm gonna go back and work on my evolution. She walked off, um, but for some reason, they came out during the women's pit off hallway. Then Alexa Bliss just waved at Dewdrop, Dewdrop waved back, and then Alexa Bliss went to attack Eva Marie after shouting at her, and Dewdrop went, "No, you're not allowed to do that to my friend." And then she just somehow dropped uh, over the over the. Barricade, but then they looked over the barricade and she disappeared. Oh, okay. magic. Yeah, Just it was um, the magic.
3: A little thing about the draft. Uh, the draft is obviously October 1st, I believe, which is like the SmackDown after Extreme Rules. So, Extreme Rules on the 26th of September, and then it's the draft the following SmackDown. But then the event after that is Survivor Series. And we all know what people are like. It's a virus series, like, fighting for the brand because they love the brand. They're only going to be on the brand for about a month. Yeah. I, lo- I really love
2: like, my red oh, t-shirt. Smackdown, I love Smackdown. Yeah, but yeah. I love my blue T-shirt, and I'm going to fight you because my blue T-shirt's better than your red T-shirt. That's basically the pay-per-view.
1: That's the thing, I hate Survivor Series that because it means absolutely nothing. The brand split, really, these days means nothing. There is no, This isn't one company versus one company. You're all one company. And why they decide that for two weeks of the year, the brands suddenly decide they hate each other, the week before of and the week leading up to Survivor Series is beyond me. And then they have the big match and then... SmackDown usually wins, they have done more than Raw lately because Raw's a superior show, so they want to put SmackDown over. I say superior, I don't mean in that way, it's their <laughs> flagship show. The they want show. to put SmackDown over, yeah, and then they go off and don't see each other again for, you know, a year. And hey, just don't get rid of Raw and SmackDown. Get rid of the Raw, not Raw and SmackDown, get rid of the Survivor Series Raw versus SmackDown element. Just go back to the Team Drew versus Team Lashley type into teams that, that we had type thing. That works so much better. And that was Survivor Series.
2: So, yeah, it was I a prefer-
3: lot different early, earlier on because hmm. you had Bischoff versus McMahon. You had two GMs who hated each other, which is made sense for them to have Raw v SmackDown. Whereas you don't even have GMs now, do you, who are having this war against no. each other?
2: But I like the what they did. with You remember when they all got stuck in Saudi Arabia and they had to fly NXT <laughs> into... Um, hold up SmackDown, and then they were like, "No, NXT's better." And they did that. That's one of my favorite. Survivor that was good.
1: Shows. I mean, that was kind of forced on them, wasn't it? And you know, worked they really well, though. thought, thought outside the box, and it did. It worked well, but when they've got time to think about it, they put too much bloody thought into it, and it's
2: crap. But they um, they saved it this year. Roughly, they said, "Oh, you know, you you were all winners on Team Raw. I think it was it was five of them were all the survivors." And they said, "Oh well, you all get title matches that you want." So one of them had a world title shot. Two of them had a tag title shot and they rewarded them for um, representing their brand well. And then the SmackDown ones, they were like, you know, they started a storyline over it, like, how dare you lose for the brand? And they started storylines off it. So it is a way of refreshing it in a way. But I do agree with you, it is nice in other ways to have, you know, the team Triple H versus the the team Baron Corbin just for giggles because they hate each other so they're gonna make an all star team to face each other you remember when Brock Lesnar had that massive team where he had um, A train was A train and Nathan was in the face as well and well, and Matt Morgan and they had all those big guys in the Big Show and they were builders like the world's biggest teams um, and they were they were <laughs> absolute colossus you know so that would work in another way if they kind of debuted people to represent you know like they debuted the Rock
3: I know obviously they can't do it because it's kind of trademarks WWE. But this is something that would work really, really well in AEW. I mean, even if it's just threes on like if you put two threes together because they've got loads of trio tags, and then it's six on six. It's a way because they've got loads of tag teams and big stables in in AEW, whereas there isn't a lot of stables that I can think of in WWE. NXT, yeah, but in WWE there's no stables, I don't think. No. More than three people.
2: They've kind of depleted the stables off, but yeah, NXT, they're everywhere, so they could they could make a little, you know, we had the Hurt Business, they were the sort of last team that we had, but yeah, I agree with you, we haven't really had much since then. Hmm.
1: So we're all agreed that Survivor Series is crap lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easiest way to view it, that's what I say. That's what I say. Um. I, t- I, t- I tell you what, here's a segue for you. Talking about viewing things, Jamie loves a good segue. I was quite looking forward to watching the Kevin Nash um, Broken School session this week, but it, it's been delayed and there's been some news since then. Um, it was pulled at the last minute, apparently. It wasn't shown. It was supposed to be on last Sunday. They have now announced new date. It is going to be this Sunday, either before or after Money in the Bank. So it is going to be this Sunday. However... They've officially pulled the Lex Luger documentary with no air date, and they've now decided, even though it's been filmed and completed, to shelve indefinitely the Nexus documentary, which I was really looking forward to the most out of all three of them.
0: As Peacock, and they just do what they want. I mean, the thing is, WWE don't have any control now, because obviously they they were bought out for like a, a billion pound or whatever it was. So Peacock don't care. They're they'll just really say whatever they feel like it. And, and if a couple of people cancel the network because of it, I don't think they really care, to be honest. As, as,
1: you, can, as,
3: as you can tell, we're all just distraught over the news. Like, we're all looking forward to the Nexus yeah i was I am forward looking to forward to the nexus one though i just i no, wanted I mean, to we are, we are yeah. all looking forward to it it's just disappointing I want, that we're not going to see it for, i want to see while. if there's
1: going to be any surprises like if they got anybody back like i doubt it but maybe they secretly contacted rye back and he thrown some information in there <laughs> or, or or someone like michael tarver who's had nothing to do with it since the beginning but just to see if they did interview them it I think yeah. there
3: was, was, was it Justin Gable who was on it and he was wearing his New Japan store? No,
0: yeah.
3: it was um, Darren Young. Yeah, yeah.
0: Darren Young. I know Darren and Wade Barrett are definitely on it, but well, Wade Barrett's there anyway, isn't
1: he? I'd like to see if Heath Slater's in it because he, yes, he's in Impact these days, but they have a better relationship with Impact now. They're not TNA, they're always borrowing their content. Why well, can't Heath Slater I've say a few words in there? Well, I he's assume Heath he Slater probably
3: would because Zack yeah. Ryder was in one recently, weren't
2: he? Woo, woo, woo.
1: I think so, yeah. I think
3: you're
1: right.
2: At least we know it exists. And it's something that if they have a quiet week on the network, they could just pop it out and let everybody have some fun with it because they've done their Nexus specials. But I think if you flood content on there so much, you get bored. You, know, you check on there and go, oh, there's nothing on there this week. But if they constantly, like, now and again, give us Easter eggs, it keeps us happy. So I'd like to watch it as soon as I can because I love the Nexus, but... If it pops out SummerSlam Weekend, yeah, I've already built it up to watch it, so I'll be happy to watch it then. But I just hope they do air it. That makes sense
1: for it, because I think one of the reasons they said they pulled it is they've got this new strategic way of looking at things, apparently, they've said, and they want to release things. Well...
3: There'll be more activity on a pay-per-view weekend. People will watch stuff leading up to it. Well, this is
1: this is the contradiction that was in the sentence. So it said there's a new team and they're looking at more strategic decisions and when they release these things to try and get the best viewing figures. So, naturally, they pulled the Kevin Nash documentary in the week of the NWO anniversary. So that made no sense, based on what they said. However, it would make sense for the Nexus documentary to be at SummerSlam weekend because they have their big Team Nexus versus Team WWE match at SummerSlam, where Daniel Bryan ret- turned and was on team wwe again they lost in the worst booking decision ever just because Cena in his own way but they may even discuss that in the documentary who knows
2: well you all know my thoughts i you know i thought that um it was right for team wwe to win but no no (laughs) no i I think yes being strategic with it definitely helps
3: i think like when whenever you come to a pay-per-view so say money in the bank I'm one of those people that I don't really watch a lot of wrestling throughout the week. But as soon as they go, oh, it's Money in the Bank this weekend, I'm going to watch wrestling all day. I'm going to watch it all Sunday. So if they release it on the Sunday, you watch it before Money in the Bank.
2: Yeah, fair. I mean, you, you just put Network on and you, put, you say to Network, watch live. And you just let it roll over and roll over and roll over. And you just watch it continuous without having to select stuff. But I'm one of these wrestling fans, as you know, I watch everything. Everything that I can watch, like I go on the network, and if there isn't something new that's been updated, I'm a bit miffed. I'm like, oh, I guess <laughs> I'll just catch up with another WrestleMania then, or I'll go into another Rumble again, or I'll, I'll watch Table for Three again. You know, they're my favorite ones to do. But it's it, it is nice, like Jamie said, just to stick it on. I watch, watch uh, live.
0: Have it ninety five. Yeah,
2: but you can click watch live, and then like Jamie will say, like he hasn't seen this before, he hasn't seen that before. It all leads into one, and if it's premiere and, and going straight ahead, you, you're more likely to watch it then. Because it's more effort to flick it over, isn't it?
1: I messaged Jamie yesterday. I watched St. Valentine's Day Massacre yesterday, nineteen ninety-nine. Of course, just for the main event. I watched the whole event, but I watched it just for the main event. It's it's Paul White. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that steel case match. It's so awful, but it's such an iconic moment. It's uh, it's great. Proper bands. Aye right. Will there be any iconic moments though this Sunday at money in the bank money money money
3: i mean Hello. you haven't even talked about the biggest news what biggest? Is, there isn't any
1: bigger news than money in the bank
3: well, it, black. It, it has been well yeah there's that alistair black debut i thought we A spoke David? about
1: that last week did we not no because it
3: was wednesday night was it yeah. Yeah. Oh right and that, that, Matt, was, that yeah, wasn't yeah, even right. it but go on Malachi or Black I I know that guy what was it what's his real name again Tommy End to, That that's Tommy End yeah that's definitely Tommy End it's I Tommy wrestled End. him well, in Düsseldorf think,
2: 12 years ago I think that's
3: Malachi Black is that like, all right yeah. no, so no,
2: his name's, he's, he's a different entity he's got to be that Malachi Black they
1: yeah. talk oh, about right. JR botching. People give him our time. Then Excalibur, who's an awful commentator anyway, comes out with that. That's ridiculous. But Jamie, you're our resident AEW watcher. So that's, what that's was your reaction really cool. to Alistair
3: Black? Well, I, don't really know, I, I cable them, unfortunately. Oh, I watched AEW really, on the Saturday yeah. on the train to London. I, I've watched so I watched it on the Saturday morning. Yeah, I watched it on Saturday morning, but you didn't even pick up on that thing I told you. So to basically...
2: Like, I fast forward so much of AEW, like it bores me. I yeah. flick through. Like it was a good show, but I'm just like, fast forward. It was I a regret. really, really good show. I really enjoyed it. It um, was all right. Yeah, it was decent. But, like I catch the bits of it, but yeah, commentary I do tend to miss because they just waffle, go make yourself a cup of tea. We'll be right back. Oh, come on. Yeah. But because
3: I watch on Fight TV as well, I know they have all the picture-in-picture and, picture and stuff as well. I know they do sometimes on ITV. But, yeah, they were just randomly talking at some point, and the the and they, they um, talked over each other at some point, and JR just goes, oh, sorry, Mark. And it's like, <laughs> just called him Mark. But we're all, Mark. I mean, we're all Marks, really, aren't we? We <laughs> I mean, like, are, really, yeah. Looking at Twitter, not a lot of people picked it up. There was a few tweets on there, but it wasn't, like, as much as, like obviously when he said WWE Dynamite, but still think... calling
2: somebody by their real name. Is it actually his real name or is he just being like... Yeah, his real just name. Like... I double-checked. Because <laughs> yeah. we, call... we all just call each other Mark, you know, when somebody's like, oh, John is my favourite wrestler. Yeah, OK, Mark, <laughs> calm down. No, yeah. He said, oh, sorry, Mark. And
3: I double-checked and that's his first name, Mark.
2: Well, you can get away with it. You just say, oh, no, it's just wrestling, Bance, isn't it? You know, he's yeah, he's a Mark... Yeah. I'm a Mark Roma. It's a
1: bit of Bance. Right, so what's your thoughts on, on
3: Black... No, did you not see
1: the kick? The kick was brutal. To it was, it was brutal to Arn Cody Anderson Rhodes? as well. Arn Anderson sold <laughs> it really, really well.
2: He took a good bump. At Cody Rhodes, it made no sense. He's like, I'm here to make sure my friend is okay. I will let you attend to your friend. He goes down to attend his friend for about half a second, turns back around and gets kicked in the face. I'm like, oh, come on, they could have set that up a little bit better. But it was nice to see him. The crowd scheme to it. it was really good to hear. I haven't heard a proper pop like that for a while. It was
1: because nobody expected it, because he hadn't completed his 90-day clause, but it's because of the 30-day clause. Did you read about that? Oh, NXT, yeah. Yeah. from his NXT, NXT contract. contract.
2: And Selena Vega went to SmackDown, so everyone's like, oh, well, they'll just go together yeah. then. You know, he's yeah. not go over. That's
3: the thing as well. I don't know if you saw it because I know you fast forwarded some of it, but earlier on during the Cody Rhodes match, the lights went out.
2: I did yeah. see, yeah.
3: And they were just like, Oh, there's some kind of like power outage here, like all the electricity and stuff, blah blah blah. And then later on, it did it again, and that's when Alistair Black came out. So obviously I... it was
2: all just part of Speaking you know, of that but... Cody match, I'm hoping that they give strap matches a rest for a while now. We've seen far yeah, too we've many of them. Two, like we had yeah, we had one on, the last month. Yeah, on AEW, and we've had one on Raw as well. And, you know, it's 13 feet, that uh, that strap was. Um, yeah, just getting fed up of them they, all the time. Oh, you've got to you've got to bang the corners. Oh, no, he tugged on the cords slightly, so you've got to start again. Oh, <laughs> come on, Bryce Rensburg, give it a rest. Oh, look
1: at Jamie, he's talking and he's on the uh, I'll put a button
3: then the biggest news as i was going to say here was we go going in with SummerSlam. that basically they have a, basically announced the main event for SummerSlam. is it jonathan by any chance john cena versus roman reigns has basically been announced unofficially and everybody's saying oh yeah, it doesn't matter about his filming schedule it's all going to work around it and they are looking for for John Cena versus Roman Reigns to main event SummerSlam, and it's basically confirmed on every website and through all the dirt sheets, and that was yesterday apparently. Well, it must be a non-title match, surely. But it, I believe it is for the title. Like, it can't but be Wednesday, because
1: Edge is going to be win the title on Sunday.
3: Well, alright. Well, well, I'm pretty sure <laughs> this, is why bo- this is why you're bottom of the Prediction League, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. Just... John Cena wrote Roman Reigns at
1: SummerSlam. We shall see. I await it with bated breath. Right. Money in the bank. Are we looking forward to it this Sunday? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Yes. I think. Are we looking forward to the actual event, or are we just looking forward to having fans back?
2: The event. I like I like ladder matches, even though they're wooden ladders painted silver to make it look like the steel ladders. Um, you know, it's a decent show. It's not in Titan Tower this time, all pre recorded. Mm. Anything can happen. We can have cash-ins on the night, you know, literally whatever whatever you want, and then the after is gonna be money as well. It's gonna be a great show. Um, I've heard a few rumors, you don't know what to believe, but I am generally hyped for it. Like I wish I wasn't having to get up at six in the morning to go traveling because it's one of those ones I'd actually be tempted to stay up and watch where usually, you know, you look at WrestleMania Backlash, definitely not, you know, looking forward to that way. I looked at the card, it look dreadful. You look at the card to this, there's a few surprises that potentially could go down. Sky's the limit.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're going to do our predictions as normal. Um, so it's a little bit different on the predictions this time round because we do have the expectation, perhaps, let's say, of a potential cash-in. Now, we know, like you just rightly said then, Dan, that they are teasing some surprises for this weekend, whether that be returning superstars or just angles, anything like that that's going to happen within storylines. I suspect it's the first pay-per-view back with um, fans... Uh, the second event back with fans after smackdown and to send the fans home happy, I have a feeling we may have one of the winners of the money in the banks cash in. Whether successful or not, I have a feeling they may do. So if you do, great. If you don't, then let us know now in the predictions because we're gonna go through each match. And one of them is I am going to ask you as well when we get to them if for either of the Money in the Bank matches, whether or not you think there's going to be a cash-in afterwards, and if so, are they going to win the respective championship? But we'll start off with Out the Money in the Bank first. We'll just start off with the first match. Um, It's important to note that Bailey and Bianca Belair in an I Quit match is off because she's quit. She's had the nine months that she needs out for her surgery. So we'll start off with the... Raw Tag Team Championship match we have AJ Salton and Omos defending against the Viking Raiders and I'm going to kick this off with Dan
2: I am going for new champs I'm going for the Viking Raiders Oh, any particular reason? yeah I think they need to freshen it up they've got a few tag teams that are forming and I think with AJ Mm -hmm. would work better with Omos as his bouncer and you know they're getting him qualifying for Money in the Bank and doing those singles matches I think it just works more to actually put it back on a proper tag team. It worked for a while, it established them, but let the tag team, be the tag teams, you know, establish it back to where it was.
1: So you're going with the new champs with the Viking Raiders?
0: Yeah.
2: Joseph?
0: Um, I agree with Dan. I, I think it should be the Viking Raiders. Certain reason that AJ Styles needs to be back in the main event picture. Um, it's a, again, it's a good a front of fans. He needs to be World Heavyweight Championship, again, he's been an alright tag team champion with Omos, but um, as a heel, as a almost as his bouncer, that's where I see him, and the Viking Raiders really needs to get back in the winning re- ways, so yeah, Viking Raiders for me. Okay, Jamie? AJ and
3: Omos, you're both stupid. <laughs> 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 to put the belt on the Viking Raiders for beating AJ Styles.
2: No.
0: Are they oh, going to come had... down in a boat?
2: You had Ivar, he beat uh, AJ Styles clean in a singles match on Raw this week.
3: He's the one who's been injured for months, though. Gave him a little nice little win because you know he's going to get absolutely smashed by Omos. <laughs>
1: and I am in agreement actually with Jamie I've gone with AJ and Omos to retain I don't see the I I think they're there for some reason that I can't explain they're putting a lot into Omos at the moment and as such I don't see them dropping the titles this quickly Um, yes I'm going with AJ and
3: Omos I'm saying it now he's going to do a
1: moonsault (laughs) <laughs> like last time. 20 extra bonus points if he does right we've got the raw women's championship match we have uh rhea ripley defending against everybody's favorite superstar charlotte flair so who've you got on this one daniel
2: i got charlotte flair to win the belt what <laughs> yeah. like last
3: time.
2: well no we, we've had this like multiple we've had this match multiple times and it's been the case where Rhea's retained but she sneaked away Rhea's retained but she sneaked away I think it is the case now you know they keep teasing Charlotte 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 but put the belt on her and it's easy then to transition to a different storyline with Rhea potentially going for tags or being traded or doing something but I do feel that they are going to play on what the crowd's reaction is like when they see, a, see Rhea Ripley on the screen. And I think the crowd are still going to cheer her. But I think with the promotion of WWE going back on the road, you need somebody to be in front of a camera on ESPN and Fox with the women's title, um, you know, showing off the title. Yeah, you can do that with Rhea Ripley, but they've been doing it with Charlotte Flair for a lot longer and she's known by those companies. So I think they'll invest and make a 14-time women's
0: champion.
1: Wow. Okay. Fourteen-time women's champion Charlotte Flair. Joe, do you
0: concur? No, I think Rhea <laughs> at least going to retain. Okay. Um, they would be doing the like this leg um, gimmick. You know, you're copying me. You're um, like everything they're doing together. They like one up in each other. So um, last week they had a the chase where Charlotte came out on the crutch and then Rhea came out on the crutch and then they both had like a crutch fight and. Then this week, uh, Charlotte came out and attacked Ria's leg. So I think Ria will be selling her leg. And then um, I think she'll like get like a sneaky victory, like um, a roll-up or something like that. The most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the roll-up.
1: Oh, like uh, Mao. Did Bobby Lashley win Vera roll up in the last pay per view? I can't remember, but somebody Bobby Lashley I remember lost. Being disgusted.
2: Bobby Lashley lost to Xavier Woods on Raw this well oh, by a roll up.
1: By a roll up. I mean, for God's sake, really. Honestly, I'm moving on from that because that'll just start to annoy me. Right, Jamie. Rewrite,
3: <laughs> um, <me> please. <laughs> that's that's
1: <laughs> easy. Right. I am going with. Oh, this is a difficult one. I want to go with Rhea Ripley, but I've just got a feeling Charlotte's going to work the leg. Now she's a heel and she's going to end work up the leg. Yeah, but, but then, you know, people are going to want the pop they are because it's in front of a crowd and it's Rhea Ripley's first defense in front of a crowd. Gr- Rhea Ripley, I've decided Rhea Ripley, there we go. <laughs> Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Right. Okay. Then let's go on to the Universal Championship match. We have the head of the table, the big dog, is his yard now. (laughs) Roman Reigns defending against the returning Edge. Dan,
2: I'm going with Roman Retainer.
1: Yes. How do we think that one's going to go down? That's going to be an interesting way to book it without Edge Seth Rollins
2: way. comes down and screws him over, which leads her to a match at SummerSlam. I feel easy...
3: Screws Edge
0: over.
3: Yeah. Go? go.
0: Yeah, Reigns retaining. I um, think it seems that this... They've been, it's heavily rumoured on the dirt sheets, and we can see it on the, the TV show. Seth Rollins isn't very happy with Edge. He's going to come down and... Do something to cost in the match, so yeah, I'm gonna go Roman Reigns
1: and Jamie. Yes, it is Roman because it's going to
3: be Roman Reigns versus Jonathan Cena at SummerSlam.
1: You're saying he's going to make it rain?
3: Yeah, I mean, to be fair though, you're talking about Seth Rollins coming down, he could win money in the bank and go into that match and screw Edge over that way in the title. Stupid.
1: Possibly. Well, is that your prediction?
3: No, a catch don't be stupid. Stupid.
1: I'm going <laughs> with Roman Reigns to retain as well. WWE Championship Daniel. We have Bobby Lashley defending against former champion Kofi. He's not Jamaican, it's Kofi Kingston.
2: Jamaican I, me crazy. You're Jamaican me crazy, Kofi. I'm going for Kofi Kingston to win the don't WWE
3: Championship. What?
2: Yeah, I'm going for it. It's going to be a new date. Yes, it will. It's going to be Kofi Kingston. It's going to be Kofi Mania Two. The the crowd are going to pop. Ski. Yeah, and Biggie's going to cash in on him. But yeah, it's going to be Kofi Kingston.
1: Okay, Um,
3: Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Joe,
0: I agree with that. I think Kofi Kingston.
3: (laughs) Oh God, I like
1: me. Jamie, he's
0: having a (laughs) breakdown. This is what happens when
2: you don't. This, this, this is what happens when you don't watch the product, Jamie. You don't know. It's been kind. I'm top. I'm top. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't need to watch the product because it's
3: predictable. Bob the Lash is going to win. Bob the Lash. Okay. What? So I, I mean, I'm going to like. What am I like? Fifteen ahead. I'm going to be like thirty ahead after this.
1: I am also going for. Kofi Kingston. <laughs> and I'm moving straight on to the men's money in the, I'm moving straight on to the men's money in the bank championship said, match the, only, the only
3: way is winning if it's DQ he's not leaving yep, with the belt
1: I am moving straight on to the men's money in the bank championship match where I also concur with Dan the Big E is not only going to win, he's that's going to be the big surprise that they're talking about. He's going to come down and he's going to come down with a briefcase. People are going to be like, oh my God, he's not, is he? He's not going to cash in on him, is he? And he's going to be, no, Xavier's going to come down. They're all going to celebrate. And then he hits Kofi with the briefcase. He heel turns and he becomes the new WWE champion. <laughs> and I'll move on to Dan.
2: Yeah, Big E. Big E's going to win.
1: Are you going with my prediction as well for the cash-in and the heel turn?
2: Um, no, I think they're going to tease the cash-in. I don't think he's going to do it on the night. But I do think Big E's going to take the belt. He's the only one where I can't see there's a feud going on with somebody else. He's just kind of mulling there. And he's been watching the other qualification matches. So he's kind of building it. And he was the first one who qualified for the SmackDown side of things. So, yeah, Biggie's my prediction.
0: Go. I'm going to go Seth Rollins. And he's gonna cash in on. No, he's gonna cash in that night. He's cashing in that night. Uh... Yeah, yeah. you'll cash in on Roman Reigns.
1: Okay, and Jamie. (sighs) Now we do have. Let's remind everyone: Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Yeah.
3: Don't just stupid. <laughs> it, it, it's a really awkward one. I like to look at the... I just told I just... you who's going to win Big Have I mean, I mean, do you ever look at the betting for WWE? Sometimes. Who's favourite? Riddle. Oh, piss off. What? No, Riddle jam. is two to one
2: favourite. What? No, Bro, <laughs> I feel really high up <laughs> on this. Hang on.
1: Just before Jamie gives his prediction. Did I read this wrong? Did, was Randy Orton not supposed to be in this match? No. Oh okay I read that wrong. Right, go on then James. Was... Was... No,
3: he was in that he was in that last man like triple threat match, weren't he?
1: Oh he right,
3: okay. in it. God knows.
1: Did I, he think
2: lose Riddle... that I think middle
1: last man chance.
2: No right, right so he was representing
1: it for Randy Orton, wasn't he? yeah he beat, oh, yeah, beat McIntyre Mcinty to qualify. I think it. he's that... injured is he Orton?
2: No, I've got a feeling they're keeping him off TV because Riddle's going to be attacked backstage and no one's going to know who attacked him. So Randy goes, I'll step up and I'll win it for you, mate. But then we find out it's Randy because he
3: took his opportunity. So Riddle's going to get knocked out of it. Somebody's going to have to take his place and John Cena's going to win money in the bank. Oh, Mike, are you being
1: serious? Is that what you're going? All right, then. You
3: want to Kofi
1: Kingston's going to be right, Bob well, the Lash? You've said it now. So is John Cena going to cash in on the night and win the title? No. Or is he just going to win money? Okay, fine. So you're with John Cena. Right. And let's finish off with the, the
3: women's. Women.
1: Let's finish off with the women's. That's Asuka, Naomi. There's
3: still a blank participant.
1: Well, it's Asuka Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Selena Vega, Natalia, and a to-be-decided. And have we seen who that's rumoured to be? Sonia Deville. Deville. Sonia Deville herself. So, I'll start with Joe. Um, who've you got, and will they cash in? Because you haven't gone with a cash-in prediction yet, so who've you got? I, I'm
0: going to go just purely for the way they've been building it on... Smackdown and stuff and you know I reckon it'll probably be Liv Morgan yeah. by yeah. I won't be surprised if it was Nikki Cross either but I'll say Liv Morgan is my
1: Liv priority. Morgan and you've already gone for a cash in so I won't ask you again so Dan
0: yeah. So with this
2: question I threw this out to um, Twitter earlier today to see what the public were thinking on it so we had a couple of replies we had a friend of the show Dean uh, Dino Boy on Twitter he said Liv Morgan And we had uh, Back to the Ring as well. Back to the Ring said he thinks it's going to be Becky Lynch filling the to-be-decided one. And that could be Big Popsky if she comes back on SmackDown. But my prediction, I think it always works better if you have a heel with the money in the bank so they can tease it and tease it. My prediction is Selena Vega.
1: Interesting. And um will Selena, you've not predicted a cash in yet, so will Selena Vega cash in and win on the evening or
2: not? No, I think she's one of these ones she's really gonna just teasing it all the way through and going, Oh I could cash on you anytime I want. And she's got already got the beef with Bianca Belair with the poison in the drink with Andrade, uh from okay. back in the pandemic era. So they could play on that. So you're um,
1: officially going with no cash-ins no on the cash-in. evening. Yeah. Okay, Jamie. <sighs>
3: Now, here we go. (laughs) I mean, this, I I don't know. I have no idea who's going to win. My only thing that I could probably think would be Becky Lynch returns and cashes in against Rhea Ripley that night. But I don't think Becky Lynch is going to come back and her first match is going to be money in the bank. So I'll have to go for Alexa.
1: And will she cash in on the evening or will there be no cash-ins?
3: I mean, I don't think there'll be a cash in, no? No?
1: Nope. Okay. I'm also going with Alexa Bliss. I don't think she'll cash in on the evening, though. Cause, I, like I said, I'll go with, with Biggie. I,
3: I do think, though, if the last match is the men's match, I'd, no, I don't know. So I was going to say, well, maybe John Cena, but then he would have been on, like first. No,
1: no. Yeah. I do think, though, that it'll look like Drew McIntyre is going to win at some point and And. Um, Jindam Hall will interfere and pull him down and stop him from winning. I do think that's going to happen. Anything uh, can happen in WWE. Anything can happen in WWE. It's just got to be Kane. It's Paul White. (laughs) Right, that's our predictions. We'll see after Sunday how we've got on with them. But shall we finish off with a quiz? Yes, we can. I think it's Jay Crawford's time, isn't it?
3: Yeah, unfortunately I can't carry on winning. So Well, let's that's have a look at
1: week. the leaderboard beforehand. So we've got <laughs> Dan <laughs> on nine, Dan on nine, Jamie on six, Joe on four, Taryn on
3: two. Let's do the quiz. What have you got for us this week? <laughs> No matter no matter what, he's still bought him, don't you just love it? <sighs> I mean it's it's it, it is Money in the Bank on Sunday, so I we were all the quiz on extreme rules. No, I'm kidding. It's all in the bank. Oh, good God. Okay. So, question one Which female superstar has appeared in the most Money in the Bank matches? Oh, God. What of all time? Yes.
2: Delightful. lights off. Actually.
3: Okay. Please. Question two. Which two superstars have won the money in the bank, but then lost it, defending it to someone else?
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: And... Oh, I can think of one, but I can't think of the other. Oh, yes, 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 I know. Yes. I've got both. Yeah, I think I've got
3: them both. Now. Question three. Let me just put it on full screen. Oh, Which oh. superstar is the only superstar to win their own contract back after losing it? So after oh. they won Money in the bank, they had to have another match for it, and they won it back.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Joe knows that one.
3: He knows that one. Question four. Who was the last wrestler to win Money in the Bank at WrestleMania? What, with the Money in the the Bank match? Yeah, the Money in the Bank match at at WrestleMania. Who was the last one to win the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania? And then it went to, obviously, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Ah,
1: okay. Okay.
3: That is okay. fine. Question five. Who had money in the bank? Got the title but never cashed it in. Eh? Who won the money in the bank match, got the title, but never cashed in money in the bank? Oh, I know. Oh, See, <laughs>
1: I, know I don't. That. I don't know. Why do I don't know that? <laughs> so they won the Money in the Bank Championship. Uh, Money in the Bank rookies. But, but they cashed
3: it in, but got the title. And they ended up
1: winning the championship without cashing it in.
3: Did that happen?
1: They got. They got, they got Why the do I they never
3: have to cash it in?
1: Um. Oh, good God! I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> I know.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> Question six, which title has had the most cash in attempts on? Okay, yeah. Question seven. There are four points for this one. Which four superstars have cashed in the money in the bank at the same night of winning it? Okay, that is four people have cashed in on the same night. I know two, I
1: think. Yeah, I know two. Oh, two, two, two. Yeah, okay.
3: Question eight Who won money in the bank? Cashed in money in the bank? They won the match but never got the title. What are you on about? What are these stupid (laughs) questions? What? Repeat that again. Who won the Money in the Bank match, cashed in the Money in the Bank, won the match, but didn't win the title? Oh, for Christ's sake.
1: (laughs) I don't know what. Oh, I don't know.
3: See you understand, don't you, Dan? He's nodding yeah. like, oh, it's easy. Yeah, ab- absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Go on then. Question nine. Uh, which show or event has the money in the bank contract been cashed in on most? Ooh. So it could be a pay-per-view, it could be a show. Which event has it been cashed in the most on? Okay, yeah, and it was close. It was like five, four, four
2: between oh, you. Three. No, no, I'm between two answers, but I got my gap.
1: I'm between seven, and here we go.
2: This is the big one with
3: thirteen points up for Oh ground. Don't be stupid. <laughs> and it is name all thirteen current all elite who have competed in Money in the Bank matches. Current all elite. Well, I don't even understand the So question. there's 13
0: AEW talent oh. on the roster
3: now. 13 all elite people on the roster now have competed in the Money in the Bank match.
0: I, okay, Name
3: all 13 of them, or you get zero points. What? A point each. You get a point, <laughs> point for each one. There's 13.
1: There's 13 people in AEW at the minute that have
3: been... In a Money in the Bank match.
2: Can they be alive? Or do they have to be... Um, can they be passed away, but still classed as a talent? What? Said, How said, can said, they be Corey. dead in
1: an AEW? Brody Lee. Well,
2: you're talking about Brody Lee. He's never been in Money in the Bank.
3: Oh, oh. right. I think I can. Oh, I, I, I have no idea. So 13 <laughs> wrestlers who are currently in AEW have been in Money in the Bank. You know one, surely? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> yeah. that Well, I know two, actually. Yeah, 13 superstars who are currently on the AEW roster have been in Money in the Bank matches. Had to finish on a big one. I had to get AEW in there somewhere.
1: I, 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 yeah. I've got two. I'm on nine.
0: <laughs> nine! Nine! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's disappointing each as well yeah <laughs> this is why he's <laughs> bottom <laughs> I, can't, I, I honestly can't think i don't D- two. don't
2: just think people wrestling think oh people. no old i'm gone people. i'm gone you yeah. know he, think got old to people <laughs> it's, it's
1: gotta be right he, he's got to have been in it and so was he right i've got four they've got to have been in it um Oh, four. No, oh, I we've really i have right. time, guys. Right, Let's just really go through time. the answers. I can only get four.
3: Okay. So here we go. go Which fee has appeared in the most money in the banks? Taryn.
1: No idea. Bailey.
3: R- Dan. Carmella. Joe. Carmella. Carmela is correct. No, it's lies, it's Google. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: no, because she was okay. in the first one and then, yeah, she was in the second one and she's in this one and I'm sure she was in the last one as well.
3: Yeah. Also, Natalia will also be in four as well. Mm. So you could have had Natalia. Um, which two superstars have won the Money in the Bank but then lost it, defending it? Taron, yeah. come on, let's get a point. Let's get two points. I'll give you two points here if you can get them both. Otis. That is one point.
2: Mr. Kennedy. That is two points.
3: Yeah.
1: Everyone
2: else get that? Yeah, I had Otis. I had Mr. Kennedy. Um, Really good ones, actually. It's surprising when Mr. Kennedy, because they were building him up to be massive, and then all of a sudden they dropped it, and then he was having right. all these injuries, and he just left the company.
3: Well, you think a didn't he? He was supposed to be Vince McMahon's son, and obviously he had a drug problem, didn't he? He tested positive. Something like that, yeah. And then they suspended him for 30 days, dropped the money in the bank, and basically made Hornswoggle his son. <laughs> and that worked out well. You know, you say your name is Finley. You name in Finley. And you love to fake... <laughs> 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 okay um so that one is otis and mr kennedy the next one is which superstar is the only superstar to win their own contract back after losing it Taryn.
1: no idea put carmella
3: dan i say carmella as well Correct, it's Carmella. Oh, oh, okay, it because of James Ellsworth and then had to oh. have another Money in the Bank match on SmackDown, and she won it back.
2: Very similar with the uh, Miz's last cash because John Morrison technically passed over the briefcase. He, um, they said that it wasn't a Miz cash because John Morrison handled the belt like the thing last, so that's why Miz got it mm. back. They ended up giving him the briefcase. So they'll always find a little stipulation somewhere, won't they? Fair
3: enough. They have to find something um the next one who was the last wrestler to win money in the bank at wrestlemania Taryn. jack swagger dan i said rvd it is jack swagger Oh (laughs) jack swagger was the last one what what did joe get joe who was you who did you have as the last wrestler to win it at wrestlemania
0: Sorry, what question we have
3: here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what did you get for number three, Daddy Brian? No, it was Carmella. What did you get for number four, CM Punk? No, it's Jack Swagger. For all sake. All right. Okay, question five: Who won Money in the Bank, won the title, but never cashed it in? Taryn, we can see his massive confused face for this.
1: So, somebody won the Money in the Bank champion, uh, Money in the Bank match.
3: Got the title. Won never the
1: title in. without cash in. So, they just won it in a normal match without having to cash in.
3: No, I never said that. I just said, they No, got the I, title I, and I, didn't I have no idea.
1: Oh, the, so
2: what? They, so, they were awarded it then, were they? They something? won the briefcase and then somebody said that they were about to be a mother. So when they opened up the briefcase, I had the. Ball oh,
1: but, he, but hang on, i have not given my answer. Yet, so now I know the answer. So surely I'm going to. So I'm going to get the point. I, my answer is asker. What, what did you actually? What did you actually do? <laughs> Nothing but now I have before I told it so ask a point to I me. I mean we might well have got got nine
3: in that last question. Uh, what did you have, Joe? He uh, says yeah, hang on, oh, hang on, he says because you got nine in the last question. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine, ten, eleven. He shitted himself now with the eleven names <laughs> I've got written down on here for the last question.
3: <laughs> That's what Google does for you. <laughs> I okay. ain't on Google, believe you me. Which title has had the most cash-in attempts on? uh um, but i put the world heavyweight championship
2: dan i put world heavyweight
3: joe the world heavyweight no it's the wwe championship Oh my god! of course it is Ele- 11 cash-ins nine completed or well, nine successful would be the word wouldn't it there you okay four points here we go who has cashed in at money in the bank on the same night of winning it taron um, I could only pick two. I think
1: uh, Kane was definitely one of them, and I think oh was Bailey the other one? But I could only okay. pick those two: Kane
3: and Bailey. Okay, Dan, do you have anyone else? Edge. Edge is incorrect, and uh, and Daniel Bryan incorrect. Joe, I got both Sigrid Bailey and Kane. No, the other two was Alexa Bliss. And Dean Ambrose. Oh, oh yeah, of
2: course he yeah. did. Yeah, because they had that segment where um, all three members of the Shield held a ball oh, the. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was Kane, Dean Ambrose, Bailey,
3: and Alexa Bliss. Okay. Question eight: Who won the Money in the Bank? Cashed it in, then won the match, but didn't get the title.
1: Taron? I have no idea. I wrote John Cena.
3: Dan.
2: It was between two. It was either Baron Corbin or Braun Strowman. I went with Braun Strowman.
3: Joe.
2: I wrote Baron Corbin.
3: It is John Cena. He won the match by DQ, so he didn't win the title.
1: <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> 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 I, had, yeah, I had no idea, so I flunked on that on. Fluke, rather.
3: Okay, which event has the Money in the Bank contract been cast in most? Karen.
0: Smackdown. Joe. WrestleMania.
2: Once. Um, It's either between Extreme Rules or Raw, so I went with uh, Raw.
3: I will tell you, SmackDown had four, Money in the Bank had four, and Raw had five. It's the night after WrestleMania, for God's sake. (laughs) WrestleMania, baby. Okay. And here we go. It's the biggin' name all 13 oh. current all elite who have been in Money in Da Bank. Right. So I put. Come on, Taryn. I'm kind
1: of. There's a mix here of WWE and AW names, but you'll know what I mean. So Jack mm-hmm. Swagger, Chris Jericho. You're going to have to say if these are right. Whilst they're they're both right. That's yeah. Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. Yeah,
3: three.
1: Was Neville in it? Pack four, um, Rusev five, uh, Christian six, Cody Rhodes must have been seven, Matt Hardy is eight. I want to say Andrade. Correct. Okay, so the last show, I'm not sure. The Big Show, I think, is one, if you classify yep. the Big Show. And I'd put Mark Henry, but I don't know if and you're it. Henry is but They're the only ones I got, so there was two I missing. All
0: 11. Joe, do you have anyone else? Uh, Christian, Cody, Andrade, John Moxley, Ty Gillinger. No.
3: Uh,
1: Paul yeah.
0: White, um, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger, Jericho, Neville, Rusev, Matt Hardy.
1: No, he didn't okay. get
0: no anyone. Um,
2: you said Alistair Black as well, yeah?
0: No, we I did not say Alistair that. Black. No. Yeah.
2: That is 12, Dan. <laughs> Anyone else? Um, so I've got. Um, no, I've got 12. I've got Cody, Moxley, Swagger, Hardy, Christian, um, Mark Henry, Big Show, Andrade, Alistair Black, Jericho, Neville, and Rusev.
3: The last one was
2: Matt Seidel.
3: Oh, oh
1: else, yeah. Else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. What have we got then?
3: nineteen. Oh,
1: could Tarren finally get
3: another point? I've got nineteen. <laughs> I've, got, I've got nineteen. Yes! They're winning
0: the
2: tiebreaker. Uh, eh? Eighteen. <laughs> I was gonna say if he has twenty, I to see I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and see his sheet. 19. 19. <laughs> What's the wow. tie t- 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 tiebreaker?
3: Let me come up with a tiebreaker question.
2: The rock. The answer's the rock.
3: Okay. How many, including this Sunday, has there been Money in the Bank pay per views? Um, Closest wins, so you can both have an answer.
1: Including this one, nine.
3: Dan. Ten. It's 12. What? <laughs> Dan wins. <laughs> the first one was in 2010. I'll take it.
2: Thanks, Darren.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> it really? I thought it it's 2012. Right, that gives Dan a point, I'm sure. Dan's on 10 on the old quiz leaderboard. Ten. There we go. Right, let's wrap things up. I'm getting hot and sweaty in this room.
2: Dan, Wets,
1: since you're the winner, you can let us all know where we can find ourselves on the socials.
2: So, yeah, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. We are Grapple Cash Show. You can also find us on any social media platform. Well, the majority of them. We're not on the old TikTok. Brad is, if you want to follow him. But we're on um, Grapple Cash Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Feel free to give us a comment. We'll give you a shout out. like We've given a shout out. Dino Boy and Back to the Ring this week. Um, keep your comments flowing, your gifts flowing. Always good fun. But Grapple Cast show. And more importantly, make sure to tell your friends. Absolutely. Well, enjoy
1: Money in the Bank this weekend. Enjoy SmackDown, guys. I know we didn't mention it that much, but the Returner fans are this week. So I'll tune into that. And yes, I probably will watch Money in the Bank live. You too enjoy it watching it on, uh, on demand afterwards on your travels. Have a safe trip. Enjoy the show. And until next week. Everybody, enjoy the show. I will see you all later.
2: Yeah, boy. Old
0: one, arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Such a wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What?